Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is September 4th, 2020, and happy Friday to everybody as we are about to enjoy a three-day weekend. So today's topic is going to be a slight extension of what we discussed yesterday. So if you have had have not had a chance to view uh, podcast number 11, which had to do with the discussion of cannabis use for Generation Z and Millennials, please go back and review episode 11. Today's topic, we're going to talk about how as leaders we can accommodate marijuana slash cannabis usage within the workforce, particularly for Generation Z and Millennials. Now, there are a lot of different laws, rules, and regulations governing the usage of medical marijuana, marijuana in the workforce. So anything I provide today regarding information is not law. It's either suggested information that is common or information that is available uh, for a good understanding about how marijuana and its effects are on the workplace and the workforce in particular. So again, with no further ado, uh, let's get started. As most of you know somebody or that knows somebody that smokes weed or utilizes CBD in a recreational or medical uh, distinction. Therefore, we are not judging here on this podcast. We are, in essence, providing leaders with information on how they can work with Generation Z and Millennials when it comes to the usage in the workplace. And a lot of this information will seem like some common sense, but these six things employers should know are very important steps to understanding real-world connections and how we can be successful in managing Gen Z and millennials. So the six things that we should know, start out with the number one. What is the current legal status of marijuana within the United States, for instance? Well, for example, in Canada, the government uh, has legalized recreational use of marijuana back in 2018, while the United States has legalized medical marijuana in many specific cases and has legalized recreational use in approximately 34 states within the United States. Therefore, across many different countries, they have different policies and regulations on how they view it. So if you are listening to this podcast outside of the United States or Canada, please check your local laws for enforcement and how they determine what can be done in the workplace. The second thing we need to know, does legalization of marijuana mean employees can be impaired at work? Well, of course not. Employers have the right to set rules for non-medical use of marijuana in the workplace in many of the same ways that employers currently set rules for use of alcohol. It, I mean, alcohol and marijuana have pretty much been deemed 
many of the same regulations across all platforms. And particularly, an employer may prohibit the use of marijuana at work or during work hours and may also prohibit employees from attending work while impaired. Workplace rules regarding non-medical use of marijuana may be enforced throughout the, the overall employer's progressive discipline slash termination policy. And the third thing we need to know, does the duty to accommodate extend to medical marijuana? And this is a tricky question in a lot of different organizations and some are not sure how to answer this. Uh, depending where you live, yes, the duty to accommodate uh, can be done by legislation, depending on where you live. This extends to disabled employees who use medical marijuana. These employees are to be accommodated in many of the same ways as an employer accommodates any other disabled employee who has been prescribed medication. Accommodation is also required for employees who may have an addiction disability. And when we say this, in a lot of times, if there is an employee who has a problem and they report it to their employer or HR or whoever the key figurehead is, they cannot be terminated as they are protected by laws. And this of course is not after an offense involving alcohol or drug addiction or whatever, including marijuana. This is prior to it being reported. So that is an important aspect that we need to know. And the other thing is, how far does the duty to accommodate employees using medical marijuana extend? Uh, legislation typically requires that disabled employees be accommodated. What precisely does this mean in the context of medical marijuana? Uh, prescription for medical marijuana does not entitle an employee to be impaired at work. That makes perfect sense. A prescription for medical marijuana does not entitle an employee to compromise his or her safety or the safety of others. That makes perfect sense. A prescription for medical marijuana does not entitle an employee to smoke in the workplace. I would definitely agree with that. A prescription for medical marijuana does not entitle an employee to unexcused absences or late arrivals. Definitely agree. The employer is, however, required to attempt to find suitable workplace accommodations for disabled employees who have a prescription for medical marijuana use, just as you would be required for any other disabled employee with a medical drug prescription. And again, please check your local, state, and federal laws as they may be different depending on where you reside. Uh, another thing that is important for employees to remember, what can employees do to meet their obligation? Employers may need to revisit workplace policies for accommodations that address drug and alcohol usage with attention to competing obligations. On the one hand, employers have a duty to accommodate disabled employees and medical marijuana to use or to, excuse me, to treat medical conditions that can 
and disability. On the other hand, employees must take every reasonable precaution to ensure the safety of their workplace and they continue to have the right to prohibit impairment on the job as this is something that needs to be happened to protect potential other employees that could be uh, in the way of a potential impairment. Uh, last but not least, the th sixth thing that we need to know is what is the future of medical marijuana, or excuse me, and marijuana in the workplace? We understand where medical marijuana lies, even though it is a little bit tricky, but what is the future of medical, excuse me, of marijuana in the workplace? The changes to the legal status of marijuana have created unique and unprecedented challenges for employers. It may seem daunting. However, employers need not to change their practices drastically. Uh, think about how you revisit alcohol and the policies and procedures that you develop for alcohol. To accommodate an employee who uses medical marijuana, an employer can start by mirroring the practices that have been developed for accommodating any employee who has been prescribed drugs that have the potential to impact or impair his or her work. To limit the use of non-medical marijuana at work, an employee can look at the existing practices that we just discussed about alcohol or other prescription drugs uh, that fall into the same category. Uh, nevertheless, there will be some changes. It is likely that zero tolerance workplace policies for marijuana use or the possession will become unforceable at some point. We may also see employees begin to request or negotiate for coverage under the health and benefits plan for medical marijuana prescriptions. So there you see the six things that something we have to look at when it comes to evaluating within our organization and leaders. Number one, what was the current legal status of marijuana? Two, does legalization of marijuana mean employees can't be impaired at work? Third, does the duty to accommodate extend to medical marijuana? Fourth, how far does the duty to accommodate employees using mar medical marijuana extend? Five, what can employers do to meet their obligation? And six, what's in the future of marijuana in the workplace? What is the future of marijuana in the workplace? So these six things will help guide us as we determine how this is going to affect the usage within Generation Z and millennials and how we can lead this group to successfully uh, you know, work within these habits they may have. Again, thank you very much for uh, listening to today's podcast. We appreciate your listenership. We will back be back here on September 8th, Tuesday, for another great podcast. Thank you again for your listenership. Have a great upcoming Labor Day weekend. Be safe. And thank you, friends. Take care. Bye-bye.